You are listening to the Feast Makari Legaspi podcast. We meet at 7.30 p.m. every Thursday night at the AIM Conference Center, Benavides Street, Legaspi Village, Makati City. Visit us at www.feastmakarilegaspi.com for more details. We give Lord a round of applause. God is here, amen? I believe God set your schedule free so that you can be here because He has a special message for you tonight. Amen? Amen. I want you to believe that, that the Lord will speak to your situation tonight. Amen? So wherever you need God right now, just know that He's ready to bless you. Adaming napansin ko, adami nang bumabalik ngayon. Marami nang ibinalik. Number one, yung usapang Jeff Rocks, binalik. Napansin yun, si Mayor, si Yorme Isko, Enteb. Ano pa binalik niya? Enteb. Basta, that was, if you don't know, the younger ones, the kids in the audience. That was a uh, usapan ng 70s. Jeff Rocks, yung talagang um, airpads, mga ganon. Ano pa yung binalik? Binalik din yung Twister Fries. Alam niyo ba yun? Today, ibinalik. <laughs> I received. Today, binalik yung Twister Fries. At isa pang binalik. Yung katabi mo binalik. Okay, look at the person beside you. Tell that person, welcome back. Whether you have not been feasting with us for some time, welcome back. Whether it's you just saw you last week, welcome back. You're still here. But I believe God is with you as you seek Him tonight. Amen? Can you preach to the person beside you? Tell that person, you are welcome here. And whether you're from this feast or you're just journeying tonight, we invite you to be a part of this family. Make this your Thursday habit. And this feast is really open to bless you. Amen? We'd like to welcome you to the last talk of the series entitled Creed. Sabihin nyo Creed. This is a beautiful series where we tackle the Apostles' Creed. And this is the big day special of this series. Can you declare this? I believe in God. Our prayer is that through this last four weeks, whenever you recite the creed from now on, may newfound conviction, may newfound dedication, may newfound information kayo nakuha. So when you recite the creed, it will not just be something that flows out of your mouth, but it will be a prayer and, a, and ex- give you an exciting feeling so that you know that this is from me. Amen? Through this series, our prayer is that your faith has been strengthened. Amen? To battle your adversities in life, but also your adversaries in life. Because and dami attacks of faith natin nowadays. So with something that is uniquely ours, the creed, may this be your battle, battle cry, your banner cry. To declare that I believe in God. Amidst everything else in my life that is shaky, this is strong. Amen? Let's start by praying our favorite prayer here, the feast, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Together, today I receive all of God's love for me. Today I open myself to the unbounded, limitless, overflowing abundance of God's universe. Today I open myself to God's blessings, healing, and miracles. Today I open myself to God's Word, so I become more like Jesus every day. Today I proclaim that I am God's beloved. I'm God's servant. I'm God's powerful champion. Because I am blessed. I'm blessing the world. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's lift our hands towards God's word and honor him by singing.
Jesus, Lord, we're back. We're back to listen. We're back to be blessed. Amen. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Before we end this series, I'd like to give you a quick recap to just give you a crash course para, para nag-attend rin kayo sa buong series. This is the Creed series where we talked about the three spiritual gifts that the Creed gives us. The first spiritual gift that we get is the Creed gives us conviction. Say conviction. Talk one, we talked about conviction. And in talk one, we found out that the Creed defines who you are. When you believe, you become. When you believe, you become. You become a believer. You become a Christian. You become someone who declares to the world that I am a believer. Can you preach that to the person beside you? Sabi mo sa kanya, I am a believer. That's the message of talk one. I am a believer. And sana through talk one, we, de- we started declaring, oh nga, no? I believe in something. And in something amazing that will forever resonate in my soul and help me withstand whatever comes against me. Gift number two was last two weeks ago so talk to entitled Communion. Say Communion. In the second talk, we found out that the creed defines where you belong. Kung first, when you believe, you become. Itong second, when you believe, you belong. Tell that to the person beside you. You belong. We realize then that when we declare the creed, we unite with other believers who also declare that same creed. And so we all belong to the same family, whether here on earth or in heaven. We are of the same family. Amen? Last week, we talked about talk number three. Who were here last week? Raise your hands. In talk three, we found out that the creed gives us the gift of commission. Say commission. And in this third, third talk, we found out that the creed defines how you live. Talk one, the creed says, when you believe, you become. Talk two, when you believe, you belong. Talk three, when you believe, you broadcast. Say broadcast. When you believe in God, you cannot hide it. You have to declare to the world, this is what I believe in. And because this is what I believe in, also, we want to invite people to also get into that habit of believing so that they too can be blessed. Because when you broadcast, it changes the outcome of your situation. Amen? Tell the person beside you, tell your love story. That's the message of last week. Use your love story. Broadcast that and how God blessed you, changed you, and touched you. And use that to bring them to Him. Amen? We end our, our creed series with our one big message for the whole series. I don't know if you've noticed this. The whole series, this is the main message. Believers are blessers. Sabinyon. We don't just believe so that we can get blessed because we can fall into that trap. Oh, sige, I will believe in God. I will believe in Jesus. Para ma bless ako. We don't just believe so that we can get blessed, but we believe so that we can be a blessing to others. Can you look at the person beside you? Mukabang blessing yan. Mukabang blesser yan. Or basher. A or B. Because if your creed doesn't make you compassionate, if your creed doesn't, doesn't make you charitable, if your creed doesn't make you Christ-like, then it's just a rhetorical poem that you declare every Sunday. Our goal is whenever we declare our creed, we declare it with love, and we want to act after that to be a blesser. Amen? If you just declare it, it's just, if you don't believe it, it's just like a declamation. 
It should be a declaration, not a declamation. Amen? And we want to believe so that we can bless others. There's this person named Jack Hiles. He said this. Let's read this verse, or this quote together. The greatest blessing in the whole world is being a blessing. Greater than all the twister fries that you can amass, all the success you can accumulate. The greatest blessing in the world is not just to accumulate and to receive, but to give. More than what you get, it's what you give that counts. Amen? And the beauty is, those who are blessed are blessed even more. Who wants to be a blesser? Raise your hands. And I thank God because the Lord says, if you are a blesser, you will be blessed even more. It says in Proverbs 11, let's read this together. Whoever brings blessing will be enriched. And one who waters will himself be watered. So turn to the blesser beside you and tell that person, let's bless the world. Tell that person, it's time to bless the world together. Father, we're ready for the blessing of your word tonight. We pray that you speak a message of love. Set us on fire again, Lord. And we pray that as we receive the final message of Creed series, we pray that you give us what we need, Lord Jesus. So from this night onward, we would start blessing the world. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's lift our hands again. Take your seats, everyone. Thank you, Tita Trixie. Thank you, worship team. All right. Welcome again to Feast Makati Legaspi. Are there any first-timers in the audience? First time here in this feast? Raise your hands, please. Welcome. Welcome to the feast. Welcome to the feast. May you, uh, we invite you to make this your spiritual home. And again, just to give an idea, the name of this feast is Feast Makati Legaspi. We're in the Legaspi side of Makati. So when you post, use that hashtag. For those who don't know how to post, how to hashtag, we will teach you how. But this is a, a, a home that we invite you to. If you're here for the first time, welcome. We end this series with a big day special. And dito sa Legaspi, uso na pag big day, kakaiba. Sometimes meron nagtatumbling, may Cirque du Soleil, meron breathing fire, ginawa ko na yun. But tonight we have something special for you, amen? Um, before I call on our amazing, legendary speaker, I'd like to just invite you just to continue the journey with us. We Our Facebook page is Feast Makatelegaspi. Do like us online so we can continue the journey, amen? Without further ado, this speaker is going to talk about life strategies for life's tragedies. Sabi nyo ngayon five times, walang stop. Go. One, two, three, go. Okay na. Galing nyo, but hindi ko magawa yan. I've known this speaker, I've looked up to this speaker all my life. Nasa grade school pa lang ako. Grade school din siya. <laughs> No, but you know this speaker very well. She, she heads our Shepherd's Voice publications. She's a sought-after public speaker, inspirational speaker. She preaches all over the world, all over the planet. 
And now she's part of our district. Can we give the learn applause for that um, tidbit? She now serves. She will explain more about that. But join us and give us and give her a warm feast. Mahati Legaspi, welcome to Sister Risa Singson Kaupeng. Uh, good evening, everybody. Uh, so I haven't been here in a while, no? To? When was the last time? I think three years ago, nung bagong, no? Nung kaka-takeover mo lang. So I guess there are a number of people here who um, uh, don't know me. So I just want to introduce myself briefly. I'm, a, I'm the editor-in-chief of Kirigma Magazine. And I'm also an author of um, some books, most of them about dating and single life. But today, I'm also here not just as a preacher, but also to launch my newest book entitled Grace Anatomy. And the subtitle is Life Strategies. Or Life Strategies. <laughs> and um, so I'm going to talk about that um, uh, more later on. Um, as Tom mentioned, I'm also part of the Makati and Tagig District. So every Saturday, I join Randy Borromeo and I, I co-preach with him uh, in SM Aura every Saturday. Um, and I'm also part of something I've been doing for more than 10 years. Um, uh, it's a two-minute thing on ABS-CBN um, called Kapet uh, Pandasal. So, kung maaga kayo magising, as in before the lupang hinirang, when the station ID comes on, on a Friday, that would be me. So, the other days, it's Bishop um, it's uh, Cardinal Chito, uh, Father Nono, of, um, who heads uh, Jesscom. So I'm the only, as you can see, the only thorn among the roses of the, the, no, the clergy. Um, so that comes on around 4 a.m.-ish. So, oras? Okay. And I also do um, uh, teleradio every Saturday morning. Um, entitled Kape at Salita naman. Pansin niyo ba, mahilig ako sa kape. So, this is on DZMM every Saturday. So, I do this with Randy and um, Alvin Barcelona, who's in Bay Area, and also Bo Sanchez. So, we do this um, every Saturday. Prime time na prime time din at 5 a.m. So, sinong gising? Ha? Nang, nang mga oras yan. Kasi dalawang, de, dalawang reasons lang daw kung ba't kayo gising ng ganong kaaga. So, yung isa, uh, matanda na kayo. Di ba? So, yung ba? Hindi, hindi. Tulog pa ako niya. Di ba? Yung pangalawa, dahil masipag daw kayo. So, sabihin niyo sa katabi niya, buti na lang masipag ka. <laughs> okay. So, um, let me start um, my, my uh, sharing and my talk with you. I love this series entitled The Creed because um, even me, I learned so much going through this, this series kasi yung creed, parang it's something that's so high up there, way up there. Diba? When you talk about beliefs, belief is not tangible. Belief, you, you, cannot, you cannot see a thought. You cannot hold an idea. You cannot lay hands on your beliefs. But what we learned here at the uh, in the Creed series is that your beliefs actually translate into something very concrete, which is called your actions. Let me let me prove it to you. Um, when I was in um, college, okay, medyo matagal-tagal na yon. 
Hindi pa hindi mo masyadong halata. But when I was in college, I studied in De La Salle University. Any Lasalites in the house? Ayun, oy, talaga. Ano mo? Okay. Ang ang belief ko is baduy ang payong. Ha? Meron ba kayo? Meron bang saan ko nakuha yun? Ewan. Okay? Basta that was my belief. Baduy ang payong. Hindi cool. So, even if I didn't have a car and I was commuting for, you know, may probably half of my college life, later on na lang ako pinapayagan magdala ng car ko, a uh, car ng mommy ko. So, no matter what the weather was, I would never bring an umbrella. Because, baduy may dalang umbrella, lalo na pag ginamit mo. Kasi basa na, tas lalagay mo sa loob ng bag mo, tas mababasa yung scientific calculator mo. O, di ba? Wala pang laptop ng mga panahon na yon. So, I never brought an umbrella even if it was raining cats and dogs. What did I do when it was raining and I have to come down from the MLRT and walk to LaSalle? I will pray. I will say, Lord, maglalakad po ang anak ninyo. Siyempre, mukha naman akong nakakatawa kung basang-basa akong papasok ng classroom. Kaya, Lord, can you make the rain stop? Believe ko yun eh. Di ba? Believe it. And I survived four years of college. Not a single day did I bring an umbrella to to school. And not a single day did I go to school na basa. Wow! Kasi nagtutuyo ako pag basa ako. Nagtutuyo. <laughs> if you believe pag-asa's prediction that it's gonna rain tomorrow, what do you do? You bring an umbrella, di ba? Pa- Kahit na nagsuspend sila ng classes, all levels, Noong Tuesday, anong ginawa mo? Nakaredy na sana yung white pants mo. Di ba? Yung wide leg pant na mahaba. Nakaredy na yung plinansya mo na eh, di ba? Yun ang suot mo, yun ang yung forma mo for Tuesday, di ba? Tapos, magtatakong ka dapat, open toe, di ba? Tapos, nag-announce ang pag-asa, ay, uulan! Canceled ang school! So, anong ginawa mo? Nilabas mo na lang yung maong mo, yung, yung bitin. Tapos, yung sinuot mo, yung boots na pwedeng mabasa. ba? Tapos, nag-rain jacket ka, may hood. Tapos, din lang yung malaki mong payong. Tapos, inaantay mo si Jenny ni isang patak. Hindi nagpakita si Jenny. Pero, your creed your belief that it's gonna rain dictated even your fashion statement. Diba? So, that's what our creed is all about. If you believe, if we truly believe in the things that we profess as Christians, as Catholics, then it will translate. Hindi mo, ma, hindi mo mapipigil, magta-translate yan sa buhay mo. So, our, um, I wanna, I wanna share with you something that um, happened. It, it's a journey that happened to me, and it started in the year 2014. Um, it was the last day of 2014, and um, after daily mass, the the priest said, "You know, it's the last day of the year." He put out the the um, blessed sacrament, and he said, "Why don't you, you know, spend a few." Uh, moments with the Lord before the new year comes. So I sat there in our small chapel and my 2014 flashed back in fast forward. And I look back at my 2014 and it was the year when my dad 
um, who had been battling with can three cancers and did all sorts of treatment, finally beat his cancers, but contracted pneumonia, and then he was in the ICU for, um, you know, for some time fighting for his life. And then while he was still in the ICU, my brother, one of my brothers who live in the States, um, met a bicycle accident. He bikes like 50 miles every Sunday. And he met a bicycle accident. And it was so bad that um, even they had to airlift him in an air ambulance, in, an, in a helicopter. And even then when they brought him, by the time he reached the best trauma hospital in that place, he was already in a coma. And um, he would be in a coma for the next um, four months, uh, brain damaged and uh, fighting for his life. Uh, and so we had two members of our family, you know, so close to us, both in the ICU, both fighting for their lives in two different continents. And we've never prayed so hard in our lives, our whole family. Um, the one in the U.S., the, the sing-songs in the U.S., and the sing-songs in, in, in Manila. We were just praying every day, twice a day, many, many times a day. We would just keep on praying for our loved ones. And then shortly after that, my dad um, passed away. Uh, we buried him. My brother was still in um, the ICU, still in a coma. And then I went through my, I think it was our annual physical exam, had a mammogram, had a, an ultrasound, and then I came home, and then lunchtime, the hospital calls back. And the hospital, the hospital doesn't call, right? The hospital doesn't call. So I'm like, okay, why is the hospital calling? And the hospital said, mom, can you come back? Uh, so, uh, why? Oh, well, we just want to check something. Dun, 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 dun. So I go back. Long story short, I'm, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. <sighs> one after, an, one tragedy after another, after another. Parang, so I was looking back on the last day of 2014, and I was like, wow, Lord. Grabe naman yung 2014 ko. Talagang, Diba they say though it comes in threes. I don't believe that. Pero oh Lord, tatlo eh. Pero alam nyo, bago natapos pa yung 2014, hindi pa na-satisfy. Hindi lang naging tatlo, naging apat. Because I discovered towards the end of the year that I had back taxes that were, went back to the year 2003. I owed BIR several hundred thousands of pesos. Grabe, psycho Lord, sobra naman. Talagang blue after blue after blue. Parang gusto ko sabihin kay Lord, Lord, I know it's not the last time I'm gonna go through something like this. Pero next time, Lord, pwede lagyan ng konting space. Pwede lagyan ng konting breathing space man lang. Diba? And yet, I was sitting there on the last day of 2014 with a smile on my face, thanking God. Thanking God for His grace. Amen. The Lord deserves our highest praise. Amen. I was thanking the Lord because you know what? The truth is bad. Things happen to good people. 
I used to think when I was a baby Christian, I used to think, ay, immune ako. Favorite ako ni Lord. Hindi eh. ako mamamatay yan. Hindi ako magkakasakit. Hindi ako mamalasin. Diba? Yung boyfriend ko, pinakagwapong lalaki sa balat ng lupa. Nakuha ko naman yun. Diba? <laughs> but bad things happen to good people. And really, you know, our faith in God and our trust in Him gets stronger and deeper every time we endure heavy trials. When trials come, that's when our faith muscles get formed. And my experience, you know, um, made me think about a guy in the Bible named Job. If you haven't re read Job's story, there's an entire book in the Old Testament dedicated to him. Read his story because this guy is just ibang klase. So let me, let me just give you a quick um, rundown of, of what happened to Job because Job was, you know, Job is the type of guy who had the wealth of Henry C. and the heart of Pope Francis. Ganun siya. Ganun klaseng tao to. And then one day, so he goes, have you noticed my servant Job? So this is, this is God. This is God and, and Satan talking in the first book of Job. Have you noticed my servant Job and that there is no one on earth like him, blameless and upright, fearing God and avoiding evil? Niyayabang ni Lord si Job dun sa demonyo. But Satan answered the Lord and said, Is it for nothing that Job is God-fearing? Have you not surrounded him and his family and all that he has with your protection? This is what God does to us. He surrounds us and our families with his protection. But Satan was using this against God. You have blessed the work of his hands, and his livestock are spread over the land. But now put forth your hand and touch anything that he has, and surely he will blaspheme you to your face. And so in one day, Job lost all his cattle, all his, you know, all his animals, his wealth, all wiped out in one day. Kumbaga, Kung stockbroker siya, nag-crash yung market, lost everything that he had, hindi pa natapos doon. His, all his kids were in one house. All of them, the house collapsed. All of them died in one day. Lahat, wipe out, wipe out si Job. And then later on, di pa na-satisfy na, na yung demonyo, he also attacked Job's health. So, ang natira na lang kay Job, yung misis niya. Parang siguro inisig niya, Lord, sana pati ito kinuha mo na <laughs> Kasi ninanag siya nung wife niya eh. Sabi nung wife niya, why, do you, why are you still faithful to God? Because the Bible says, Job did not sin, nor did he say anything disrespectful of God. Job kept his faith despite everything that happened to him. How many of us can can do that? How many of us can stand all that kind of tragedy, that kind of, you know, loss, and still not say anything against God, still believe in our creed, still hold to the fact that God, that we believe in God, the Father Almighty, even though everything feels like, wow, Lord, Almighty ka nga ba talaga? And so, um, sabi ni Oswald Chambers, he's a devotional writer, he said, will I trust the revelation given 
of God by Jesus Christ when everything in my personal experience contradicts it. Minsan ganyan na tayo eh, di ba? When we go through trial, will I still trust everything that I learned God to be? I know God is faithful. I know God answers prayers. I know God protects me. I know God is almighty. But why? Why does it feel like what I believe Him to be is not true anymore in my life at this point? We tend to question God when we encounter difficulty. And if you continue looking at the story, you know the the devil he he attacked um job in three ways he attacked job you know from all sides he attacked his possession he attacked his personal relationships his his family his kids and then he also attacked his physical body and this is I, I I I've experienced it. I've experienced this in my life. You know, maybe you know at uh, different points of my life, and maybe you've experienced this. Experienced this also. And when your world falls apart, it can feel like even God has abandoned you. You know, have, is is this just me who experiences that, or is anybody here in this house also feeling that sometimes? That Amen. Talaga ako lang ng faith pag nagi, ba? Minsan parang feeling natin, Lord, tulog ka ba? <laughs> diba? Parang nalimutan mo na ba ako? Did you forget me? Um, so, um, this is, this is uh, you know, it's, it's something that's very real. And when things happen this way, it's so easy to fall into despair. It's so easy to fall into despair when you're sick, you're, you're, when you're depressed. You know, it's no, parang you're down there already. Parang... Mag, mag, magpipinsa na lahat yan eh, di ba? Parang all of them come to visit you. Madedepress ka, nasasad ka, nahuhopeless ka, hanggang mamaya, despair na pala. And I learned that despair is actually a sin. It's a sin. And um, it says in the, in the catechism of the Catholic Church that um, despair is a sin against hope. And this is how the, the our catechism defines it. Sabi niya, by despair, man ceases to hope for his personal salvation from God, for help in attaining it, or for the forgiveness of his sins. Despair is contrary to God's goodness, to his justice, for the Lord is faithful to his promises and to his mercy. Just leave that on the screen for a while. I just want to make it himay a bit. Look, despair is, nawalan ka na ng pag-asa na kaya ka isave ni Lord. Di ka na believe. Hindi ka na believe na, na, you know, no matter how uh, impossible your situation is, that God can even do, can even turn something so impossible into something positive for you. And then even, even doubting that God can forgive your sin. There are people, you know, we, we go through this sometimes, we commit a sin, and then we feel like, I, I've committed such a grave sin, God can't forgive me. I Sin of despair pala yon. Kasi, when you say that, you're saying that mas magaling ka kay Lord. Kasi, nakagawa ka ng something na hindi kaya ng mercy niya to forgive. There are other people, they already confess their sins, and this could be your experience. Na-confess mo na yung sin na yan sa priest, pero feeling mo, hindi ka pa rin forgive. So next time mo i-mag-confess, Yun pa rin yung i-confess mo. 
Not because you did it again. Hindi na. It's all part of your past. Pero you still keep on asking God the same uh, forgiveness for the same sin. And then you say, kasi ba, baka hindi pa ako napatawad ni Lord. Actually, it's not God who didn't forgive you. It's you who didn't forgive yourself. You get it? Because you cannot say, baka hindi pa ako napapatawad ni Lord. Kasi the mercy of God is endless. There is no sin that you can commit that is greater than His mercy. So thinking that God cannot forgive your sin is actually a sin in itself. You're, it's a sin of despair. Okay. And um, so yun pala yun. And um, sabi ni Oswald Chambers ulit, sabi niya, the greatest fear a Christian has is not personal fear, but the fear that his hero won't get through, that God will not be able to clear his character. Do you feel that sometimes when you feel like you have to defend God? Yung parang, de, ano, ano, hindi, God is all-knowing, God is, you know, you just trust it. Parang sometimes, you know, you feel like God is Iron Man, parang dun sa Avengers, parang, ay, namatay siya. But, ay, sorry, baka may hindi pa nanonood. Sorry, endgame. <laughs> diba? Parang, but that's our greatest fear, that everything that we believe God to be is not true. And that He will not be able to clear his character. So what do we do when we start to think about this? When despair strikes, what do we do when we're feeling hopeless? When we feel like even God can't help us? Well, it may sound simple, but we need to focus on him. We need to focus on Jesus. You know, when you hold a coin, no matter how small your coin is, if you hold it near enough, your eye, it can cover the entire sun. Tama? Diba? If the sun is there, it's so big, but put that coin close to your eye, as close as possible, and it can cover the light of the sun. And so when it comes to our problems, if we focus on the coin, how big the coin is, how intimidating the coin is, how impossible the coin is, ay matatakpan yung laki ng araw. Matatakpan yung laki ng yung ilaw ng araw. ba? But then we know that, you know, what can be greater than God? What can be, what can cover the, 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 the brilliance of God? The same thing happens with our problems. If we keep on focusing on our problems, matatakpan, matatakpan yung greatness of our God. So we can fall into despair if we focus on the size of our problem instead of the size of our God. We need to focus on the size of our God. And um, this is what um, happened to Peter when the disciples were in a boat and they were being tossed about um, by the waves. And then they see Jesus walking. You know the story, right? They see Jesus walking in the waves, walking on water, and then Peter sees Jesus, and he said, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. And Jesus called him. So what did Peter do? He did. 
he went out of the boat and he started walking up to now he's the only human being who has been able to walk on water i mean really and truly but then what happened we know that when he started to look at the waves the wind and you know he, when he took his eyes away from jesus he started to sink and he started to drown so peter could have focused you know in the, the same way um when this happened he sank his faith fell he took his eyes away from jesus but Peter didn't allow this failure to go unreflected. Natuto siya. Natuto siya dun sa failure niya na to. And what happens is that um, when he denied Jesus three times, and this happened after this incident, um, not immediately, but after he walked on the water, Peter was the one who denied Jesus three times. And then the cock crowed, diba? Sabi ni Jesus, um, you will deny me three times before the cock crows. And then the crucifixion happens. And the Bible tells us that G um, Peter wept bitterly. Can you imagine the feeling of Peter? You deny your master, your your Lord, your best friend. You've been with this person almost every day for the last three years. And then now you're looking up at him and he's crucified, he's bleeding, he's dead. Can you imagine the guilt that's going on in Peter's head? He failed again. He failed again. But you know what, Peter, apparently he learned from, from that uh, walking in the water incident. So we're gonna we're gonna um, uh, learn some lessons from Peter because Peter could have focused on his cowardice. He could have focused on his cowardice um, and taken a rope to hang himself, just like what Judas did. Because Judas and Peter both denied Jesus, Tama. But Judas killed himself. He hung himself. Peter did not. But he could have, but instead he focused on the strong, instead he didn't focus on the strong wind and the waves of his failure of denying Jesus three times. Instead, he kept his eyes on the mercy and love of Jesus. And that's why Judas ends up hanging himself and Peter goes on to be the next, the first pope, actually. The first pope of the Catholic Church. Lessons that we can get from Peter. First, he owned up to his fault. You know, sometimes this is the hardest thing for us to do, to actually own up to our faults. I see this. I see this in the news. <laughs> you know, uh, I've never heard, maybe once, you know, but most of the time, politicians in this country never admit their fault. They always finger point. That's what I admire among the, the American, their American counterparts. Yung mga politicians sa America, pag nahuli na sila, inaamin nila talaga eh, no? Nagkino-confess nila, ito sobrang obvious na. Hindi pa rin, hindi pa rin, no? They, 
they deny and deny it. But Peter, he owned up to his fault. He didn't make any excuses about his denial. He didn't point to the pressure of, natakot kasi ako kasi baka makrucify ako kasi yung, yung servant girl, ang kulit-kulit kaya napanoa ko, nataranta ako. Wala, he didn't. He didn't. He just owned up to his, his fault. And he immediately recognized the minute the cock crowed, he recognized his fault. Second, he repented. And I think this is really important. Sometimes we've forgotten what it means to repent. Minsan, nagsasorry tayo, not because we're really sorry, pero kasi nahuli tayo. <laughs> Tama? There are two kinds of grief, sabi sa Bible. Sabi ni, sabi ni St. Paul sa 2 Corinthians 7, For having sorrow in a godly way results in repentance that leads to salvation and leaves no regrets. But the sorrow of the world produces death. Nagsasorry ka lang kasi nahuli ka. You're sorry that you were caught. You're not sorry that you did the action. Diba? So the real kind of, of sorrow over our sin is it should lead to repentance. It should lead to salvation. And third lesson that we can get from Peter is that we can use our failures as stepping stones. Where Whatever failure you encounter in life, whatever trial, whatever hardship you encounter in life, you can always use it as a stepping stone. There is always grace there. That's why I, I um, entitled my book Grace Anatomy because you can, if you just dissect it long or hard enough, you will find grace somewhere in there, in the middle of your tragedy, in the middle of your sickness, in the middle of death, in the middle of, of you know, financial uh, hardship. Meron at merong grasya ang Panginoon doon. And that's what Peter did. He used his failures as stepping stones so that when Peter, when, when Jesus appeared to his disciples on the shore, this was after Jesus already resurrected. You remember that story? Nagpakita si Lord sa mga disciples eh. They were fishing. Diba? They were so, they were so um, disheartened that their Lord had died. They went back to being fishermen. They went back to fishing. And then Jesus was there on the shore. And then Jesus asked Peter, Do you love me? You remember that, that story? Diba? Jesus asked Peter, do you love me? And in Greek, the word that, that um, Jesus used was, do you agape me? Yung agape is the, the sacrificial kind of love, the love that Jesus showed um, for us, displayed for us on the cross. Yung, yung godly, all, you know, self-giving love. Do you agape me? Tapos yung sagot ni Peter, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Pero yung love na ginamit niya, na word, hindi agape. Lord, you know that I phileo you. Yung phileo is another kind, another word for love in Greek. Pero friendship lang. Hindi yung, di ba? Hindi, hindi naman lahat na tao magpapakamatay para sa kaibigan nila, di ba? So, yes, Lord, I phileo you. So, Jesus asked Peter again, do you agape me? And again, Peter answered, Yes, Lord, I phileo you. And then the third time Jesus asked him, Peter, 
do you love me? And this time, Jesus uses phileo. Peter, do you phileo me? And Peter is broken by now. He's broken. He's a broken man. Nawala na yung arrogance niya. Yung, Lord, I will defend you. Lord, I'll be, you know. Nawala na yung ganun niya. He was, he was humbled. And what did he say? How did he answer? He said, Lord, you know all things. You know that I phileo you. Nahumble na si Peter. Hindi, alam na niya yung limitations niya. Alam niya na hindi pala niya kaya magpakamatay para kay Lord. Na hindi pala niya kayang magyabang kasi nakita na niya. This guy learned. He learned. And another thing that we can learn from this story is that Jesus, he also went down to Peter's level. Nakita niya, ay, hindi pa kaya ni Peter mag-agape. Kaya, Peter, please lay on me. But we know that later on, Peter would give his life literally for Jesus. But at that point, right there on the shore, hindi pa agape yung love ni Peter. And that's, that's how, how Jesus is to each of us. He, he meets us where we are. He doesn't ask you to give up your job and serve me full time, to be a builder and all that stuff. You know, he doesn't ask you that the minute you come here or, you know, he doesn't throw everything at you when you're not yet ready. He'll give it to you when you're ready, if and when, if and when. And so Peter realized that his bold declarations of his own faithfulness and his well-meaning loyalty were nothing if he relied on his own power. Nahambol na siya. Nahambol na siya. So I just want to encourage everybody, you know, you, I don't know what you're going through. I'm going to ask the music ministry to come on. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what, you know, maybe as Trixie said, you know, your life is going great, and that's wonderful. I'm happy for you. But maybe some of you are experiencing brokenness. Some of you are experiencing trial, difficulty. Sunod, 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 and nakapagod. I just want to encourage you that God, God sees, God sees. God knows. God knows where you are. And He won't leave you hanging. He won't leave you somewhere where He knows you, know, you can't, you'll drown on your own. Because in every trial, in every hardship, in every difficulty you face, God has stuck in the ingredients for your success. Mark my words. You will look back at what you're going through, or maybe you've, some of you have already gotten through, and you look back and you say, God, I never thought I would live through that experience, but look at me. What didn't kill me made me stronger. And that in itself is grace. That in itself is grace. Let's stand up. Let's just give ourselves, surrender ourselves completely.
to this God we profess, this almighty God, the maker of heaven and earth, the one who gave his life for us. Let's confess our creed. Let's, ex let's express our trust in God. Lord, we thank you that even in the toughest times, we know that you are there. Be real to us again, Jesus. Tumataya kami sa iyo, Panginoon. We put our hope, our trust in you. In Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to the Feast Makati Legaspi podcast. Join us next Thursday at 7.30 for another inspirational talk. Connect with us online at www.feastmakarilegaspi.com.